Good evening, good evening, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Good to see each of you, my brothers and sisters, in this virtual Bible study. Glad that you are already in the room. Uh, Anita Shaw, Diane Snow, Pauline Henderson, Gwendolyn Brown, God bless you. Faith Foster, Paula, Paula T. Saints, amen. Saints, uh, let me see, who's that playing? Was still is playing tonight? Yeah, uh, y'all let me know who, who won that game. Uh, David Stevenson, hey, my friend in the Delta, God bless you. Gwen Montier, God bless you. Juanita Norwood, God bless you. Robbie Buckhalter Singleton, God bless you. So glad to have each of you with me. Shelba, uh, Moore from North Carolina. God bless you. Good to have you all in the room. Sister White, amen. God bless you. Continuing to pray for you, Sister White. We love you. Deborah Ledbetter, God is great and greatly to be praised. Ruth Ann Wilson, amen. God bless you. Good evening, everyone. Pray that you're doing well. Amen. Let's pray that you are well and warm. What is going on with the weather, y'all? The bottom dropped out. Amen. God bless you. So good to have each of you. And Sharon Turner Davis, listen, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving as you continue to come into the room. Let me know if you ate something different this year or if you cooked something different this year, not your traditional meal, not your traditional item. Type that in and let me know something untraditional you may have tried this this Thanksgiving. Amen. Let me let me let me hear what some of you all had on the Thanksgiving tables. God bless you. Good evening, Terry uh, from Danville. God bless you, Kathleen. God bless you. Good to have you all with us. What did you all have for Thanksgiving that may have been a little different for you? You were trying something different, untraditional uh, this year. Listen, let me tell you what we did. What I did, I did cabbage steaks cabbage steaks. Have you all heard of that? Cabbage steaks where you cut the cabbage uh, uh, sort of in a quarter inch size and it's a round cabbage steak and you grill it, you grill it. And I put uh, crumbled blue cheese and bacon bits on top. Amen. And, and, and it was grilled and that blue cheese melted in there. Man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we were looking we were looking to do something a little different and and didn't take a whole lot of time. We're talking about maybe 15 20 minutes max on the grill both sides. It was pretty good, y'all. What did y'all have? Ribeye steaks, I see. Uh bark turkey. Now what's bark turkey? You're going to have to tell me barbecue turkey? What 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 do you mean by that bark turkey? You're going to give me give me some details, Shelby Moore. Give me some details on that. Roast and cabbage, yeah. Valerie Shelby says she's had cabbage steaks. What did you think about them, Valerie? Uh, what did you think about those cabbage steaks? Best shrimp vegetable dressing in place of turkey dressing. Shrimp vegetable dressing. Okay, talk to me, Doral, uh, Brother Sanders. Amen, amen. Shrimp shrimp vegetable dressing. Okay, you're going to have to tell me about that. We're going to have to talk about that. Sounds good, yeah. God bless you. Listen, I pray that you had a great Thanksgiving pray that uh, you had a good time with family and friends. And I pray that you stayed safe. Uh, we saw those numbers, that that huge number increase today. Uh, and so we want to be careful. Uh, make sure that you're continuing to wear your mask, people. Don't leave home without your mask. Uh, make sure that you're continuing to uh, appropriately socially distance yourselves. Wash those hands. Uh, keep some hand sanitizer with you. Don't do anything that you don't have to do. Amen, somebody. Don't do anything that you don't have to do. That's right. Yeah. And um, let's let's just stay prayed up. Let's stay prayed up. I want you to be in prayer. 
for the Mack family. We uh, uh, lost brother Alonzo Mack this week. Uh, and so great, great soldier, great man of God. Uh, we are praying for the Mack family. Uh, we know that this is a this is another loss in their family. And uh, uh, they've been going through for a minute now. But we know that God is able, able to do everything that he said he would do. Said he never leave us nor forsake us. And so lift up Sister Millie Mack and, and the Mack family. I want to also that you be in prayer for my family. I lost an aunt uh, this week, uh, my dad's uh, baby sister. Uh, we lost, uh, we call her Aunt B, uh, Willie B. And so uh, be in prayer for our family as well uh, as we get ready for uh, for uh, that homegoing uh, tribute as well. Amen. 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 Listen, go ahead and say, say hello to TA. TA is manning the station. Uh, making sure we stay up and and uh, good and uh, man, look, uh, thank you, TA, uh, for just being who you are and, and making sure that we uh, get the word out uh, in this digital platform. Let's pray, y'all. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this evening that you are the able God. Lord, we thank you that you are with us in and through all things. God, you are great and you are greatly to be praised. And so, Lord, we ask now that you open our eyes, that you open our ears that we might hear the truth of your word. God, we pray that you give us insight, wisdom, and understanding uh, to know what your word says, uh, to hear it, to allow it to take root in our lives and produce fruit in our lives. Grant it, O oh God, in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior and our Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. So listen, tonight, Tonight, we want to uh, start a new series of lessons. It's a four-part uh, Bible study, uh, Bible study that we're calling the four gifts, four gifts from God, four gifts from God. This is a four-part Bible study beginning tonight, and you are here for the first night uh, of, of this, uh, this Bible study. I want you to share it with your neighbors, with your friends for the next four weeks. We will be talking about four specific gifts from God, four specific gifts from God. Amen. 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 And so let, let's, uh, let's, let's kick this off and get my notes together here. Okay, here we go. Let's kick this off. I want to, I want to start uh, setting this up really uh, because we know, we know that there's some, listen, there's some expected things you might expect me to say. Uh, when we talk about the gifts from God, you might expect me to talk about the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is a wonderful gift, right? Uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit is something that he gives us. Um, and then there are the gifts of the Holy Spirit, uh, the, the the gifts that the Holy Spirit Im, imparts uh, to believers. Um, but before we get into all of those sort of, you know, the expected things, I, I want to really uh, step back and and really look at some of the things that we just might overlook that are uh, in and of themselves awesome gifts that we need to really be aware of, we need, we need to really pay attention to, and we, we, we really need to thank God for giving them to us. So a few scriptures that we want to look at, first of all, uh, from the book of James, James chapter 1, Verse 17, if you got your Bibles, if you have your Bibles, 
uh, James chapter one, verse 17. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I get this to you, T.A. or not. Yeah. OK, good. Uh, James chapter four, verse uh, chapter one, verse 17. Here's what it says. It says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. The first thing I need you to understand is that God is a giver of gifts and not just any gifts, but good gifts. Every good, James says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And so first thing we need to be aware of is that that gift, the blessings that we have in our lives, we have been blessed by God. God gives us these awesome blessings, these awesome gifts. They are from above. Ephesians chapter four, verse seven says, but grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift right the gift of the gift of Christ given to us the measure of 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 grace has been given to us through Christ our lord and our savior uh matthew said i love this passage matthew 7 verses 7 through 11 jesus says this says ask and it shall be given unto you seek and you shall find knock and the door will be open unto you for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds, and he who knocks, it will be opened. Watch this. Or what man is there among you who, if a son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? I love I love that passage. Jesus says, listen, if we in all of our sinfulness and unrighteousness and unholiness, if we in all of our worldly, earthly, fleshly thinking, if we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more does a holy God, a righteous God, a, 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 a just God, how much more does that kind of God know how to give good things to us. He is the giver of every good and perfect gift. And then 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 says, as every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. What I want you to zero in there, uh, these two words, or several words actually, Number one, it says, as every man, every person has received the gift. Watch this. As we have received the gift, Peter says, let us be good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So watch this. What we have been given, the Bible says that we ought to be good stewards of it. In other words, don't waste, don't mess up. Don't don't do evil or bad by the gifts that God has given to us. Be good stewards of them. And with that, 
that's what I want to get into tonight. Tonight's subject on the gift of creation. The gift of creation being a good steward of what we have been given, what God has given to us. We must in turn be good stewards of that gift. Okay? Good stewards of that gift. So before we get into the points for tonight, let me let me start. Let me start this lesson um, by exploring the creation account, the creation story in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter one. And I'm pretty sure I didn't get this to you, T.A., so don't worry about it. Genesis chapter one. Genesis chapter one. You have your Bibles at home because this is what Bible study. I know you got your Bibles, right? Uh, Genesis chapter one, verses 28 through 30. Genesis chapter one, verses 28 through 30. And I'm going to read this. And I want you to I want you to read along with me. Follow along with me. Because you have your Bibles, right? Thumbs up if you got your Bible. Uh, you got your phone. You got a, a, an app on there. Turn, turn to Genesis chapter one. Genesis chapter one. Here it is. Verse 28. Here's what it says. And God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, behold, I've given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed. To you, it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. God, God creates, watch this, God creates the world, creates the earth, everything that is in it. And he says to Adam, I'm giving it to you. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over it. He says, I've created it. God says, I I've done my job. I spoke the world into existence, right? He says, I, 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 I made the earth. I made the sea. I, I made the grass, the trees. I made the animals. Right. I, I and I put it in a system so that watch this so that it is sustainable. I created the world and put it in a sustainable system so that it keeps replicating. It says now your job is to be a good steward of it, subdue it, replenish it and have dominion over it. That's what God says. Our job as the stewards of his creation, that's our job. Subdue it, replenish it. In other words, and watch this. Go, go to Genesis. Genesis chapter 2. I'm, I'm going to show you even further. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. 
Look at that, y'all. The Lord God took the man, put him into the Garden of Eden. Why? Why did he put him there? To dress it and to keep it. There it is. God says, I'm creating this wonderful world, this place, this paradise, this, this natural habitat. And what I want you to do, Adam, man, is to keep it and to dress it. In other words, keep it nice. I'm giving you this place and I'm giving it to you. And my expectation for you, man, Adam, is to keep it nice. My God. All right. So watch this, y'all. Watch this. Uh, Genesis chapter two. Go to Genesis chapter two, verse. Uh, where are we? Verse seven. Da, 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 da. I'm looking for. Oh, my. Where am I? Verse. Oh, I'm sorry. That's chapter three. Genesis chapter three, verse seven. Genesis chapter three, verse seven. And so this is after now. This is after God has put uh, Adam and Eve in the garden. He says to Adam, I want you to keep it and dress it right. And then in chapter three, uh, uh, Eve uh, eats of the forbidden tree, uh, gives that fruit to Adam. Their eyes are open. And then verse seven says, verse seven says, the eyes of them were both open. They knew that they were naked. Watch this. And what happened? And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. They did what? They sewed fig leaves together. They took, watch this, they took what was in creation. They used what God had created to clothe themselves. I, I, I need you to see that because what I need you to understand about creation is that what God has given to us can is expected to be used for us. Oh yeah. That if if you go back, if you go back to Genesis 1, he says, Listen, I, I, I've given you every herb bearing seed which is upon all the face of the earth and every tree. He says, and it shall be for you meat. He says, I've given this to you so that it will sustain you. So God is very clear. It's very clear what creation is intended to do. It's not just natural beauty for us to behold, but it's actually to be used for our benefit. And so Adam and Eve, after they eat of the forbidden fruit, they see their nakedness and they take part of creation, leaves, thick leaves, sew them together to make clothes for themselves. Wait, watch, stay with me. In Genesis 2, Genesis 3, stay with me, in verse 18, verse 18, this is after God is, is leveling out the punishment now for having disobeyed him, right? Chapter uh, 3, verse 18 says, thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. Thou shalt eat the herb of the field. Thou shalt eat the herb of the field. Now, he, here's, here's what I need you to see. Now, listen, I'm not getting on anybody's diet. Or anything like that, uh, but but God, God clearly, uh, it, listen, 
there, there, there is, there is, watch this. Let me let me go back to verse 30. It says, and to every beast of the earth and every fowl of the air, everything that creepeth up on the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. God gives life, right? Gives gives diet to that which has life upon the earth. He says, I've given you what you need to be healthy, to be well. And and I I don't see where God is necessarily saying we have to be vegetarians or we have to be carnivores. He says, listen, I've given you the earth. Now, if if you like the green grass, right? If you like the grains and the and the and the kernels and the corn and all of that, wonderful. Eat it. Till the earth. Uh, uh, produce it. He says, but I've also given you deer and fish and and lambs, right? And, and so if you like lamb chops, y'all ain't talking to me. <laughs> all I'm saying is God has given us this great bounty. It's his creation that he gives to us. And he says, it's yours. Do with it what is what will bring you prosperity, what will bring you life, what will bring you abundance, right? But then look, after, after, after they are, 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 are uh, banished from the Garden of Eden, verse 21 says, and unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord make coats of skins and clothe them. There it is again, that that God looks at, at, at the fig leaves that Adam made and says, no, nah, fig leaves ain't gonna get it. Y'all need some clothes. And so he takes some skins from animals, right? And makes clothes for Adam and Eve to wear. What am I saying? I'm saying again, God has given us these things. It's in the word. He gives us these things for our good, for our benefit, not for us to abuse them, but certainly for us to use them. Amen. He give, he made coats of skins, right? That means that day some animal died. And the skin from that animal was used to make clothes for Adam and Eve. And so when people get all, you know, hung up on, you know, animal rights and this, that, and other, I'm not trying to down any of that, but I am saying that it's very clear that 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 God does not have a problem with with the creation being a blessing for humanity. Now we should not abuse it, we should not misuse it. But it certainly has been given to us to be a blessing to us. Amen, somebody. All right. So, so that being said, that being said, I want to get into this idea of the creation. Creation. And the first point I want to look at uh, creation reflects. God's majesty. Write that down, y'all. Creation reflects God's majesty. You got it? Creation reflects God's majesty. 
I want to ask you a question. Have you ever, have you ever, listen to me, have you ever looked at anything in creation and just been mesmerized by it? I mean, has have you looked at creation and and something in creation just took your breath away? It just, it just, it just made you, it just made you pause and take it in. If so, go ahead and go ahead and write something in the timeline. When, uh, wh where, where was that place? Where was that place where, 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 or where is that place where every time you go there or every time you have gone there, you have just been struck by the awesomeness of God's creation? Are there any places that that come to mind for you? Yes, yeah, somebody said Helen Luster said the ocean. Yeah, 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 the ocean. Um, uh, I, there, there are some places. Um, uh, and, 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 and Lucretia, uh, my, my wife, she talked about, she didn't talk about me, but, but she, she, she said, when I saw this, because I had, I, the first time I went to California, the first time I went to California and went to Big Sur, I came back. I was, I, I was in my first, uh, probably my first, my second year of preaching at Second Baptist. I came back from that trip, and th th this is an image of, of, of Big Sur in Monterey, California. And when I saw that, I was just, I had never seen anything like that. I mean, I had seen the postcards, but I had never seen anything like that, like for real. Man, I came back from that, and I preached about the majesty of God. I did. I did because I, I was just blown away. Yeah. Somebody said the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. The Grand Canyon. Uh, for me, the birds. Christmas cantata. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 just beautiful, right? It's beautiful. And for me, you all know I you all know I like water. I'm a I, I fish. So for me, yeah, it is that it's when I'm around water, anything around water. And I think my daughter has taken after me. Because look, y'all, here here's my daughter. Um, at 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 uh, Alabama, we were in Alabama, yeah, Orange Beach, and I I think she takes after me, y'all, because I, I, I <laughs> yeah, isn't that cute? I just had to snap a picture of that. Um, but but yeah, here she is, and she's enjoying it the way that I enjoy it. I mean, it's just that, just taking it in, absorbing it. Um, uh, yeah, I see somebody saying the blueness of the Aegean Sea, Niagara Falls, yeah, the Smoky. Smoky Mountains. It's 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 gorgeous. These moments, these moments, and and here's what I've noticed: it, it could be as big as Monterey, Big Sur in Monterey, or it could be as quiet as as Lake Okatibi in Meridian. Right. This is Lake Okatibi in Meridian, Mississippi. And so I always say, you don't have to go far to find the majesty of God. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to travel these great distances. You, you can go to your backyard and just see the majesty of God in creation, right? The majesty of God in creation. It's, it, it is an awesome, an awesome and beautiful thing. And, and so Psalm 104, Psalm 104, I need to turn there real quick, y'all, because um, I was reading it this evening. And I, I have in the outline, I have just a few verses there, verses one through five. But I promise you, 
you need to read all of Psalm 104. You really do. You need to, you need to read all of Psalm 104. I, I'm, I'm going to read uh, more than these five verses that are that are listed here. But but if you've got your Bibles, um, let, let's just listen to listen to the psalmist describe creation and God's majesty in creation. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty, who covereth thyself with light as with a garment, who stretcheth out the heavens like a curtain, who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters, who maketh the clouds his chariot, who walketh along the wings of the wind, who maketh his angels spirits, his ministers a flaming fire, who laid the foundations of the earth that it should not be removed forever. Thou covers it with the deep as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. At thy rebuke they fled. The voice of thy thunder they hasted away. They go up by the mountains, they go down by the valleys unto the place which thou hast founded for them. Thou hast set a bound that they may not pass over, that they turn not again to cover the earth. He sendeth the springs into the valleys, which run among the hills. They give drink to every beast of the field. The wild asses quench their thirst. By them shall the fowls of the heaven have their habitation, which sing among the branches. He watereth the hills from his chambers. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of thy works. He causeth the grass to grow for the cattle and herb for the service of man. Did you catch that herb for the service of man? That he may bring forth food out of the earth and wine that maketh glad the heart of man and oil to make his face to shine and bread which strengtheneth man's heart. Did, did you get that, y'all? Here it is. He's talking about all these things that are in the earth and then what comes out of the earth for the goodness of man. The trees of the Lord are full of sap, the cedars of Lebanon, which he hath planted, where the birds make their nest. As for the stork, the fir trees are her house. The high hills are a refuge of the wild goats and the rocks for the conies. He appointed the moon for seasons, for seasons, I'm sorry. The sun knoweth his going down. Thou makest darkness and it is night, wherein all the beasts of the forest do creep forth. The young lions roar after their prey and seek their meat from God. Did you get that? The young lions seek their meat from God. The sun ariseth, they gather themselves together and lay them down in their Listen, I could go on, I could go on, but you need to read all of Psalm 104, y'all, because what this says is that in creation, we see the majesty of God. We see the awesomeness of God. If you want, if you want to get close to the Lord. Get in his creation. See God through his creation. When you look at the sky, when you see that awesome, those awesome colors just blend from a sunset, 
when you do what the psalmist does here and just start to consider all that happens in the earth and all that depends upon the earth for its own sustenance and then all of those things are replenished over and over again it's the majesty of god that god created this world and he didn't abandon it he didn't like like just let it go he created it yes to sustain itself but he is still in control of his creation he put rules in place, right? That's if you go back to uh, back to verse nine. He says, "Thou hast set a bound that they may not pass over." He's talking about the, the the fact that 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 those waves that come in go back out. And I know there are times when hurricanes push the waters above, right? But eventually they recede. They go back out. That God. God has created this earth and this world, and he's put limitations and parameters and rules and, 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 and nature abides by those natural laws that God has put in place. It's the majesty of God reflected through his creation. If, 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 the, the rainbow ought to, ought, to, ought to wow you. These seasons changing ought to, ought, to wow, ought to wow you, right? That we could go from uh, 70 degrees last week to 26 degrees last night. <laughs> My God, that ought to wow you, right? And that God is in control of all of that, right? So we see the majesty of God through his creation, creation, creation reflects God's majesty. Creation reflects God's majesty. And so the question that we must, we must wrestle with is that if creation reflects God's majesty, what is our role and our responsibility relative to creation. What happens to creation when we take it for granted? If creation reflects his majesty and we litter creation or we allow creation to be dumped on wait a minute wait don't let me not lose you now there is there is the pollution of corporation the dumping that happens in our oceans and in our waterways right there there are all of the the carbon footprint uh, that 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 continues to expand. All of those things that are part of 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 some rollbacks that we have seen in this recent administration that have allowed corporations to do a little more damage, not a little more, much more damage to the environment. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. Now watch this. Now for everybody 
who wants to, to, to say, yeah, that's right. You also have to ask yourself the question, why are you allowing your own community to be littered with trash? Forget about what the corporations are doing. What are you allowing to happen in your community? If creation reflects the majesty of God, and we are stewards of creation, then you and I have a responsibility to make sure that the creation, watch this, that our corners, the little corner that we've been given of creation, that we are good stewards of it. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. That 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 your little corner in your little community. And don't tell me, don't tell me, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't tell me that's somebody else's responsibility. You are a steward of God's creation. Now, the same way you were just mesmerized by Big Sur and the beauty of of Lake Okatibia Meridian and the beauty of Orange Beach in Alabama, you, you ought to be concerned about that little creek that runs behind your backyard. See, I can't get no help right there. See, you you, you want the beauty of, of, of Big Sur, but 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 if 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 uh 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 mm, I'll get the name of the creek I'm trying to <laughs> come up with. Uh, but but the any any creek, name some creeks in, in Jackson. Uh uh Hanging Moss Creek. Um uh oh gosh, the creek, the creek. My mind just went blank, y'all. Name some creeks for me. But we have to be responsible for those waterways too. Come on and talk to me. Y'all, y'all put put some names of some creeks in there so I can see it. Put some names of some creeks in there. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Town Creek. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Mine went blank. Town Creek. Thank you. Yes. Lake Highco. Pebble Creek. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All, all, listen, don't, don't, don't just, don't just think that, yeah, we want the reservoir to be clean. We, we, we need, we need the spaces around us clean. The illegal dumping that happens around us, we need to make sure that that's clean. Which means, which means, stay with me, that as stewards of God's creation, we must be engaged and actively involved in matters of the environment. Yeah, y'all was wondering where I was going with this, didn't you? You, did, you didn't know. That after all this, we were going to get, yeah, get to right here. That that there is an expectation. There is an ex a biblical expectation that men and women who watch this, who see the majesty of God reflected to, through his creation, help to take care of it. And so when we see littering, that we do something about it. That we that we that we engage. Watch this. That we if if we just took care of our little corners, and so and so and so there's an initiative. There's an initiative that you will be hearing more about in the coming weeks. 
and particularly in 2021. It's called On Our Block. On Our Block here at K Chapel. We've got, to, we, we want to, we want to look at the condition of the environment around us on our block. I, we, we can't change, we can't change Jackson, watch this, but we can surely make sure that on our block, that our community reflects the majesty of God. Y'all ain't talking to me. On our block. We can make sure that between, watch this, that between Mays, Bailey, Ridgeway, and Livingston, that on our block, y'all come on and talk to me in here, that, that our community reflects the majesty of God. Why? Because it's his creation. It's his creation. It's his creation, y'all. And we have, an, we have an obligation. We have a responsibility. That's right. One block at a time. And if we go block by block by block, place by place by place, and, and it, it doesn't have to be one big grand initiative, we can start small. But as we, as we watch this, as we continue and as we regularly and as we consistently make sure that our block, our block, represents the majesty of God. When folk when folk cross May Street, they ought to they ought to recognize something looks different on this side of Mays than on that side of Mays. Something looks different on this side of Livingston than that side of Livingston. What is it? It's because those Christian folk at K Chapel decided that they wanted their community to reflect the majesty of God. Who help me help me preach in here? Help me preach. TA, you get you got that you got that uh you got that uh, uh that, that logo on our block. I don't know if you can pull it up real quick, but you're gonna see a lot of this. You're gonna see a lot of this in 2021. We want our block to represent the majesty of our creator. If God gives us every good and perfect gift, if God gives us every gift from heaven and then says, take care of it. That's all he says take care of it. And we have a responsibility to make sure that our block, just our corner, just what we have, represents the best of God. Amen, somebody. I see Ruth Ann Wilson said two Saturdays in every month. I'm with you, Ruth Ann. I, I, I feel you. I see you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, we 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 want to do that. We want to make that a concentrated effort, a concentrated effort in 2021, that on our block, that we are we are tending to, we are tending to what God has put in our hands, and what God expects us to take care of. Y'all with me? All right, all right, all right. See, because listen. You can get all wooed and wowed about reading this and talking about how beautiful the language is and how beautiful uh, uh, the, the sky is. But if the ground is dirty and you keep looking up at the sky, but all around you is, is trash, y'all ain't talking to me. All right, I, I need to go. I need to go. I need to go. Um, all right. So number two, number two, let me get to my second point. What do I, how much time I get? 
Get my second point. Um, okay, number two. Here we go. Uh, creation provides, and we've been talking about this a little bit. Creation provides our sustenance. Creation provides our sustenance. You saw that. You read that uh, in verses 13, I believe it was th verses 13 and 14. Yeah, here it is. Listen, it says, he warreth the hills from his chambers. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of thy works. Verse 14, he causes the grass to grow for the cattle and herb for the service of man, herb for the service of man, that he may bring forth food out of the earth and wine that maketh glad the heart of man and oil to make his face to shine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I started laughing, y'all, because I got a friend. I got a friend who used to mess with me all the time. Y'all may have noticed that my head, my forehead shines. Uh, I, I really, I, I just got a shiny forehead. Uh, and he used to mess with me and say, when I took a picture, my forehead was always shining. So when I just read that the oil to make his face to shine, I just thought about that. But y'all, excuse me, that was a personal joke. I'm sorry I shared that. Uh, and bread which strengtheneth man's heart. Bread which strengtheneth man's heart. All of that, again, creation provides for the sustenance of man. Creation provides for our sustenance. That God gives this to us. He creates this world. And then he says to us, it's for you. It's for you. It's for your good. It's for your, it's for your, it's for your benefit. It's for, it's for your family to grow, to prosper. He says, I, I created, watch this. I created the grapes so you could have grapes. You could have grape jelly. You could have grape wine, grape juice. I, I'm just reading what you read. That's what it said, y'all. Wine to make his heart happy. That's what it said. The psalm. Y'all need to stop being so uptight about wine. Yeah, I thought y'all was Baptist. The wine maketh the glad the heart of man, right? It, there, there is this idea that creation was made for the blessing, for the for the for the for the countenance of man, for the for the contentment of man. Watch this: the countenance meaning his face, the contentment meaning his heart. That all of creation was made for our benefit, for our substance, for our sustenance. Are y'all with me? Are y'all with me? All right, all right, all right, all right. Got a few more minutes. Let me wrap this up. Let me wrap this up. Uh, creation, uh, da, da, da. number three, creation depends on God. Creation depends on God. Verses 24, look at verse 24. Verse 24 says, O Lord, how manifold are thy works. In wisdom thou hast made them all. The earth is full of thy riches. Then 29 and 30 says, Thou hidest thy face, they are troubled. Thou takest away their breath, they die, they return uh, to their dust. Thou sendest forth thy spirit, they are created. Thou renewest the face of the earth. Thou renewest, there is, thou renewest the face of the earth. There it is. The renewing, the renewal of the earth the regeneration, right? So there is man who is expected, watch this, to till the earth, to farm, to to, to produce, right? To, to, to farm it in such a way that it produces for you. But watch this. It is God 
who replenishes the earth itself so that it can provide for the needs of man. Now, listen, we all, man is going to always go into his laboratory, the science lab, and try to figure stuff out and try to figure out how do I, how do I make, you know, corn grow 10 times more? How do I in, in, improve the yield of, of sweet potatoes? How do I, how do I, you know, uh, ex, extend the life uh, of, of the soil so that it, it, it can, uh, the, the, the nutrients in it can, 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 but, but I promise you, there's nothing like just letting the soil rest. You can put all kind of fertilizer in it you want to. Farmers have figured this out. That there's nothing like letting the soil rest. Because when the soil rests, and when the the natural when nature does its thing, when the earthworms go through and do their thing, when the soil just rests, the nutrients are replenished, and the soil comes back better. You 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 ever you ever you ever heard after a natural forest fire? You ever seen how that soil once once that decay happens, that soil is rich. The natural way of, of life just happens and 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 it replenishes itself. Nature depends, creation depends on God. And and man can come up with all kind of fertilizer, all kind of chemicals to try to replenish it and, and do the best that he can, but there is nothing like just natural rest. It's called a sabbatical, y'all. A sabbatical. And it's written into the law, the, the Levitical law, that there's supposed to be a time of just rest. That's why God put it there. That's why on the seventh day, God rested. He puts, he, he creates the earth and then he shows man that there is a reason and a time for you as a person to rest. There's also a time for the earth to rest because when the earth rests, it is replenished. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. Yeah. It depends on it. Let me get to this last one because we're out of time. Let me get to the last one. Creation inspires us to worship God. Creation inspires us to worship God. I'm sorry. Psalms 104 verses 31, beginning at 31 through 34. Listen to this. The psalmist ends this psalm by saying, the glory of the Lord shall endure forever. The Lord shall rejoice in his works. He looketh upon the earth and it trembleth. He toucheth the heels and they smoke. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. After the psalmist writes about all of this creation and seeing the majesty of God, the psalmist ends this psalm by saying, I just, I, I'm so, I'm so overwhelmed by it that I will just sing unto the Lord. In other words, couldn't nobody do this but God. Couldn't, 
Couldn't nobody create this and create this world in such a way that it depends on itself, that it replenishes itself, that God puts things into place, laws to govern this world, but he also does not detach, his, detach himself from it. He's still very much so involved in his world. So the psalmist says, I'm just, for the rest of the days of my life, I'm just going to praise the Lord. Because when I look at creation, when I look at Big Sur, <laughs> right? when I look at the Smoky Mountains, when I look at the Grand Canyon, when I look at Niagara Falls, when I look at Lake Okatibi, when I look at Hanging Moss Creek, when I look at Town Creek, come on somebody, when I look in my backyard, I see the majesty of God. And I see that nobody could have done this but God. And because of that, I will praise the God of my creation. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. I will praise the God of my creation. I'm done, y'all. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. 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 Listen, you got some prayer requests? Go ahead and, and populate that. Go ahead and populate the chat line. Let me know about the prayer requests. Again, uh, be in prayer for the Mac family. Be in prayer for my family. Uh, my dad, again, uh, we lost our aunt, uh, his baby sister. Uh, so be in prayer for pastor. Uh, be in prayer for sister Millie Mac. I uh, lost her husband, brother Alonzo Mac. Um, anybody else that we need to lift up, by all means, uh, uh, let me know who they are uh, so that we can keep them in our prayers as well. Amen. 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 God bless you. Love you all. Love you all. We are getting ready also for this Sunday. Uh, we are beginning a new sermon series this Sunday, uh, A Very Merry Christmas. Uh, that is not M-E-R-R-Y. That's not Mary, but that's Mary, M-A-R-Y, A Very Merry Christmas. Uh, we're going to be talking about Christmas through the eyes and through the lens uh, of the Virgin Mary. Uh, we're going to let Mary tell the Christmas story this this year and see uh, uh, some of the challenges, some of the uh, uh, the struggles uh, of Christmas as it was and as it was experienced uh, that 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 first Christmas. Um, this is not the first time that we we're going to have a challenging Christmas. Uh, the first Christmas itself was a challenging Christmas. Uh, and I, I believe we've got some stories and some lessons that we can learn uh, from Mary herself. And so we're going to have a very merry, M-A-R-Y, a very merry Christmas. Amen. Amen. We'll begin that this Sunday. Dr. Maurice, James lost uh, baby brother Fred. Okay, we will lift James up. Terry Harris, amen, lost her sister. Let's be in prayer for Terry Harris. God bless you. Thank you for that, uh, Sister McNeil, Sister uh, Harris. Um, let's see, praying for our schools and those who are in charge. Amen. The Binghams lost their niece. God bless you, Brother Larry. We will pray for that. Yes, Robima Carter. Thank you for that. Robima Carter lost her brother. Yes, we will lift her. Also, Brother, uh, that reminds me, Brother Singleton, uh, Archie Singleton lost his brother as well. Uh, so let's be in prayer for uh, Brother Singleton, Archie Singleton. Um, let's see who we have prayers for a hedge of protection around everyone's family during trying times. God bless you. We will do just that. 
Amen. Amen. God's peace. Uh, thank you, Sister May. I appreciate that. God bless you. Amen. All right. All right. We are out of time, but we're certainly not out of word. Dr. Lou Sanders lost her niece. Thank you, Sister White. I didn't know that. Thank you for letting me know that. Dr. Lou Sanders uh, lost her niece. So let's lift her up. Amen. Amen. God bless you. All right, you all. The Divine Family, Terrell Brooks. All right, we will do that. Amen. Anything, anything else, uh, uh, by all means, put it in the chat. We always go back to the chat uh, to, to see what we may have missed or people we may have missed who we need to reach out to. So by all means, uh, put those names there so that we can reach out and make sure that we stay uh, in touch uh, with our family, with our church family. Let's pray, y'all. Father in heaven, we thank you, O Lord, that you are the God of all creation. That all that exists, exists because of you. Lord, that you created this wonderful world, this awesome earth. And then you gave it to us. Lord, let us never be so thoughtless or thankless that we take this awesome creation for granted. And then, Lord, let us not be so mesmerized by the grandeur of things that we miss the minuscule, that we miss the small places and spaces that are equally majestic. God, we pray now that we would be ever mindful of the stewardship that you have given to us. That we would be those who would be responsible for our corners, our communities, for our blocks. God, give us the strength to do what is necessary. That our communities would reflect the awesomeness of who you are. Not for our good, but for your glory. Lord, now I pray for all, we pray for all who have been lifted up in this chat, for all who are bereaved right now, be with the Mack family, the Carter family, the Singleton family, the Sanders family, Lord, whoever I may forget to mention now, God, you know them, you know them well, you know the needs, you know the hurt, the pain. Be with my family. In Jesus' name. God, we are in trying times right now. This virus does not seem to be letting up. And you know what we saw today in terms of numbers in Mississippi. And so, God, we pray that your hedge and your hand would be around us and upon us. Well, God, keep us in your care. Protect us. Protect our children. Give them an extra measure of grace. Lord, because they are burdened with this this new experience, this pandemic that has 
taken so much from them in this school year. And so, God, give them an extra amount of grace now. Give parents an extra measure of grace. Teachers and administrators, doctors and nurses and healthcare providers, essential workers, give us, oh God, an extra measure of grace to be able to handle each and every day that which confronts us. God, now for all who are on this line, bless us now and keep us by the presence the power of your Holy Spirit, we ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. We love you. We will see you on Sunday. I need you to be prayed up, you all. I need you to stay engaged with us. This has been a long season. Um, it continues to be a long season. I don't know how much longer, uh, but I promise you we're we're going to do what we believe to be the most prudent, practical, uh, and wise thing to do. So stay with us. Um, don't get weary and well-doing, y'all. It gets tough. I know it does. Uh, but we're going to continue to stay faithful. I need you to stay faithful. Stay faithful in your attendance, your virtual attendance. Stay faithful in your giving. Some of you have slacked off in both your attendance and your giving. I need you to I need you to buoy that up uh, because we see it and I, I, I need you, I want you to stay with us. Uh, don't give up. It's hard. It's hard on me, uh, but I'm going to do my level best and I need you to do your best to hang in there with us uh, until the change comes. God bless you. We'll see you soon.